These two do way too much together. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Builder Brothers Better Together, by Jonathan and Drew Scott, illustrated by Kim Smith. Published by Harper Collins. For those who don't know Jonathan and Drew, they're Canadian reality television personalities. They're best known for their home renovation TV series, Property Brothers. Because of the show's success, they've created spin-offs such as Buying and Selling, Brother vs. Brother, Property Brothers at Home, and Property Brothers Forever Homes. They've also created Scott Brothers Entertainment, which produces TV shows and movies. And lastly, they've come out with a home furnishings brand called Scott's Living. I'm sure the lawn care company Scott's is happy about that one. I'll give these boys credit. They know how to squeeze everything out of Property Brothers. Builder Brothers Better Together is a narrative that follows two identical twin brothers named Drew and Jonathan. Sound familiar? The two brothers decide to enter a soapbox derby race, but these two can't seem to agree on how they want to build their car. Will these boys get their shit together and win the race, or will the dreams of being on the podium go up in flames? Well, grab a lawn chair, and let's watch this race unfold. The book opens giving us the main characters Drew and Jonathan's relationship to each other. Not only are they identical twins, but they're best friends. They do everything together. That's my best friend. She's a real bad bitch, got her own money. This makes me wonder, since the characters' background and names match up with the authors, is this based on a true story, or are the authors just bullshitting? That'd be nice to know. One day, our main characters out roaming the town on their bikes, prob just cruising trying to pick up chicks, this is prob where Jonathan learned his moves to get Zoe Deschanel. You know, catcalling from the old two-wheeler, shouting shit like, Hey baby, you know if you were a bike, I wouldn't need training wheels for you either. Okay, yeah, I think I took it too far with that one. Moving on, these two see a poster advertising for a town soapbox derby that has prizes for the winner too. The boys get excited reading all this, of course, and race off to start building their own car. Chicks totally dig cars. Alright, I'll stop. These two are at the store deciding how to build their car, and they can't agree on anything. From the size to the weight of the car, this is one dysfunctional friendship. Their bitching continues all the way home, so mom steps in with some wisdom. Quote, Remember, boys! Teamwork makes the dream work. It's always better when you work together. End quote. Ain't that the truth. Nothing like using cliche sayings. And the boys are like, That's a terrible idea, mom. And they go off separately to make their own racers. We see a montage of them building their cars, and then the trash talk begins. They really let each other have it. We get to race day, and this happens. Quote, 
May the best man win, they said. Or woman, said Rapid Rita. Last year's winner corrected them. Right. May the best person win, they agreed. End quote. Who asked her, why don't you mind your own business, lady? Didn't anyone tell her it's rude to eavesdrop? This interaction is everything that's wrong with society today. She gets off on correcting these two boys and has no business interjecting. I know correcting others and calling them sexist makes her feel like such a good person. But maybe if she found a hobby, like working at a soup kitchen, she would actually be doing good. I'm sorry, that actually requires work. My bad. I can't get over it. It's ridiculous. It's May the Best Man Win. Man encompasses everyone. Like man-eating shark. What's next? Is it going to be offensive to say, Hey, you guys! If you're offended by this, you have way too much time on your hands and are way too privileged. You know who gets offended by this? The person who got upset about getting a BMW instead of a Mercedes on their 16th birthday. They're both German. Get over it. Alright, let's get this trash over with. The race starts and Jonathan's heavy car has him leading the race. But he couldn't control his car around the turns and crashes. Who stops for Jonathan? Well, it's certainly not selfish Rita. Drew stops and tells Jonathan to hop in. Now they're the only car with two people in it. Naturally, their car is heavier, which makes the car much faster. Isn't this cheating? Like in Cool Runnings when John Candy gets kicked out of the Olympics for putting weights in the front of the bobsled to go faster? I don't know. Seems suspicious to me. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. But I guess we'll find out when they finish. Well, they race to the front, and they come to the line, and they lose. Second place for these two. The first losers. But wouldn't you know it, they lose to the villain of the story, Rapid Rita. Of course. I think we all saw that coming. The lame character thrown in at the end wins. Then Drew and Jonathan say they learned something after the race. Yeah, clearly, it's better to cheat. They then claim that both of their car designs were good. Except they weren't. Jonathan sucked. His car didn't even finish the race. If I was Drew, I'd never let him live it down. But instead, they end shouting the title of the book at us. We get it. We're sitting right here. No need to shout. What's the moral to this? If you go around jumping into others' conversations, correcting and shaming people, you'll always be the winner. It certainly seems like that's what Drew and Jonathan were pushing. But what we do know is, the moral certainly isn't about teamwork, because these two still failed to someone who had zero teamwork. They say you can't trust a man with two first names. Well, what about two men with two first names? All I know is, I should have never trusted these two to write a decent book. They should have stuck with what works and talked about renovating houses. Though, maybe they shouldn't write at all, because the way they wrote this was clunky and just full of cliché lines. As for Kim's illustrations, I think you can guess what they were. They were just stock celebrity pictures. They looked computerized, 
and absolutely nothing set them apart. I'll give these guys one positive. I love the idea of a soapbox derby race. But Jonathan and Drew certainly weren't better together writing this one. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a .5. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and if I see it, I'm racing the other way. This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.